Hello and welcome to the CRS podcast. The only CRS podcast this week that's been told we do actually have the finances to run our own F1 team. This week I'm joined by my regular host Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. Hello everyone. And guest host John. Say hello, John. Hello, John. There we go. He's got a good joke already. This episode is called... <laughs> and they all run out of charge. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you can't tell this week, we're going to be having a discussion on Duracell battery life. Oh, um, I'm more of an energizer man myself. Well, there you go. That's why you never finish a race. <laughs> Um, I'm sure we've also got some F1 stuff to talk about. There'll be a little bit of that, even though there hasn't been a race. Apparently that drama never stops. Um, (laughs) MotoGP decided not to run, which meant I didn't have to watch um, Lance Armstrong win another thing. Next time time a race is on, you you will be watching. Well, you told me there was a race on. There wasn't a race. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. I made what, time, what? I set aside, like, I took hours out of my day, I was like, Sam, I need to watch this for Jimmy, and she was like, really? Because you're ruining my day, and I was like, it's for Jimmy, and she was like, that's okay then, and then it didn't happen, what? so she's upset, I'm upset, John hates you. <laughs> what actually <laughs> happened is the race that was supposed to be in Aragon got moved towards the end of the season because Spain is in a little bit of COVID trouble and they just decided to take summer break off instead. I have no idea why that race is being held on the inside of a man from Lord of the Rings, but do what you will with your boat bikes. <laughs> no, no, Aragon, not Aragon. Well, whatever you say. Anyway, the next race is Sunday the 8th of August, which actually happens to be my little sister's birthday, and it is the Styrian Grand Prix. There's a doubleheader in Austria coming up. I don't know where they got that idea from. Is it, what time is that going to be on U- UK if you can manage it? No fucking idea. 10.30pm uh, Central Australia time, so that'll be... Well, no fucking clue. I'll look it up for you while you two are talking bullshit, and I'll come back to you. Alright, so... Um, well, to be fair, I fi- figure we get the other stuff out of the way before we get actually into John talking about Formula E that I know very little about other than it's they've just taken the electric part out of an F1 engine and they've finally managed to make it last an entire race but we'll we'll cover the only bit of F1 news or the two bits of F1 news we have um, Red Bull is still moaning and have appealed to the FIA to have an appeal about a penalty um, thanks FIA and Red Bull for continuing this saga yeah, here we go. Uh, two p.m. Uh, two p.m. Two p.m. BST. I won't be able to watch it. Bullshit. I I won't. Is there an F one race on? There is, and I won't be watching that either. Why? Um, because we, I have some prior very important family commitments to to do. Oh, he's trying for a baby, ladies and gentlemen. He's absolutely not, but he is going to see one that used to live with us, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that over a race. Oh, 
true, actually. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I, d- I don't want him to go away because every time he pops up, it's fucking brilliant. Like, is is he good for the sport? No. Yes. Is he doing... No, he's still not good for the sport. He makes it look like a joke. But at the same time, I want him to keep popping up because I think it's fantastic. Like, when they were doing... They were going to have that big F1 announcement and it was, like, three hours late and his announcement was, we're going to sponsor someone, but you don't know who. I'd I'd like to see him on, like, the FIA, like, the rulemaking council because... He and Bernie Eccleston could get together and and make F one interesting again. I'd, I'd Bernie like Eccleston to see would have the sprinklers. William Story would in- introduce something like the monkey. sniper. No, no, but he'd introduce monkey knife fights for pole position. <laughs> that, I would watch that. It'd just be just be a couple of like small monkeys brought in with the ability to hold a knife with their tail, battling it out for pole. Whichever team brings the best monkey, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, d- Deaths would be up, and so would viewership. Yeah, I, to be honest, I I just kind of want him just to be on the stewarding panel, um, oh. especially if like, could you imagine just like that? Obviously, like Toto and Christian in the last race both went running up to the stewards to go. It wasn't Arthur, just just William Story madly hurling cans of rich energy and Red Bull at the door, <laughs> screaming in gibberish. Actually, did you see the thing I put on motorsport chat? When? So, according about three hours ago, so according to a leading source in F1, like a reliable source, all 10 teams have been emailed that if anyone visits the stewards uninvited again, there will be severe penalties. I have a point for this, but Massey basically invited Toto to go up there. He did purely because they were yelling at him, and he's like, What the fuck do you want me to do about it? Yeah, I know, but like, I, I could, I can understand like the point of, all right, well, yeah, th- this got a little bit silly. But Massey was the one over the radio that said, "Toto, I don't look at my emails during the race. If you've got something the stewards need to see, go show them." And he did. <laughs> so what's his fucking problem? Yeah, because they were te- they were messaging him, going, "The other guy did it. I swear, I've drawn a diagram." Yeah, well, he should have just turned around and gone. I'm not talking about this with you guys now. Fuck off. And if you want to go see the stewards, go see William Story and he'll throw cans of rich energy at you whilst babbling stuff about tin foil hats and aliens coming down. It turns out Toto's diagram in that email was just a blank check with Michael Massey written on it. <laughs> That's all it was. Wouldn't have got a penalty if that was the case. <laughs> just would have handed Lewis the championship. <laughs> what like they don't like they've done the past seven years? No, no. Mercedes handed Lewis championship on this occasion. It'd be Michael Massey, and then walking away just with a boatload of strippers and cocaine. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> right. So anyway, that, uh, that that rounds up F one news, doesn't it? Do yes. you have anything else? I'm... No, I need to. I need to do some stuff for later on in the podcast. So I need you two to stall. Talking he's, about he's some Ill, batteries. He's he's ill prepared. He's fucking and useless, slightly honestly. tipsy. So <laughs> yeah. So so we 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 got John on because he actually watches Formula E. I really don't and, know why. And enjoys it, which are two things. Again, I'm not I don't sure. know why. Yeah, I'm not sure about either of them. So ah. because people have mentioned it and John's mentioned it, but it's actually a thing. 
we thought, why not get someone in that actually likes it for the same reasons Jimmy is here. And so, John, there was a race at Silverstone. What happened? Explain it to us. Bring us all the details of how someone forgot to unplug a charger or whatever. <laughs> I'll, uh, indeed, I'll take it away. Um, what, by the way, while you guys were talking, I did actually order some rich energy on uh, Amazon just as you guys were talking about it. Just next time, so- a black and gold can. <laughs> yeah, ne- next time someone um, like knocks on your front door, just hold the cans at them. <laughs> babbling about something it'll be completely normal i'm saving one for the spec series i'm gonna i'm gonna cover myself uh, i'm just gonna pull one over my head if i uh, actually win the series so I'm <laughs> but yeah pre- i'm pretty sure that will burn your skin off <laughs> one way to find out <laughs> it's red bull with sulfuric acid and cocaine poured in it <laughs> sounds like good sponsor for house <laughs> <laughs> absolute fireball that they are just put it in the tank and it'll go quicker. That's why it burst into flames after Roman Crozier's accident. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the fuel tank. It was just all the rich energy they were smuggling into the country. <laughs> right, anyway, Formula E. Oh, oh yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, okay. That. <laughs> right, so a uh, quick history of the uh, London E Prix. Uh, there's a couple of races held, uh, season one, season two. Um, uh, both were held in Battersea Park. So I'm just taking the scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I think I just need to get uh, my fly spray. I just heard a bee. <laughs> there it is. Oh, I can't change gear because I'm in an electric car. <laughs> Right, <laughs> so I uh, uh, had a couple of races held at Bassey Park, both title deciders, well, and last rounds of uh, each season. Um, Was first... this the last round of the season this week? Uh, not this week, however, no. Uh, I'll come to that in a bit. But, um, oh, okay. But season one and season two held the final rounds of the Formula E season, season one, season two. Uh, Nelson Piquet won the title in that uh, first season at London. Uh, I believe that was 2015. He did F1. I remember that name. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I, I remember his dad as well. I think he did a lot. but um, He did all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, season two was the interesting one, uh, the interesting finale. It was um, uh, won by Sebastian Buemi in that uh, final race at Bastille Park. Uh, a couple of things to bear in mind about this race. Uh, back then, drivers actually had to swap cars mid-race. Because it's <laughs> shit. Yeah, the batteries just uh, couldn't uh, get through an entire hour. So. Oh, I've I've seen that bunny dance for a while. I don't buy that bullshit. <laughs> um, yes, and another thing to point out is that there was a point available for fastest lap. Uh, so, first corner, Buemi Degrassi pretty much did a Ayrton Senna, Alan Prost, 1990 J- Japan. <laughs> yeah. It, it was exactly like that. Um, but the twist is, they both, um, despite having damaged cars, being at the back of the uh, pack, they both recovered. They limped back to the uh, pits. And and there was one point in the title side between those two. So they spent the whole race in their second car just get, trying to get the fastest lap to win the title. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, to be fair, it's stupid, but it works. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations Sebastian Buemi on uh, that one season two so this season uh, 
it's been to its credit, it's been a close championship, but it's been a pretty controversial season for all the wrong reasons. There's the uh, Valencia race you all uh, you all know about. What they actually did. Um, uh, is, is that the one where they decided they couldn't use battery and they unbatteried all of them and basically everyone just ran out. Very much so. Yeah. The, um, uh, the, I'm pretty this... sure I got all those details correct. So you're 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 very yeah yeah I'd, I'd say yeah yeah very, very close yeah the um uh didn't run out of energy they um it was the race directors they adjusted their allocated usable energy um based on the uh, safety car periods and they messed up completely giving uh, Nick De Vries uh, an easy win because he, uh, he was conserving a bit at the back so uh, but I, uh, I I don't get that if you if you fill up a car at the start of an F1 race and there's a safety car sweet you can push harder with more fuel you don't the FIA doesn't go no, you can't use as much fuel. Why not just leave it? It's one of the bullshit rules uh, introduced in season seven. Um, I'm afraid because you can't use all your electricity if you've got too much electricity. You're only allowed to use a little bit of electricity. That way, Petter or Peter don't send Formula E angry emails about how they killed a bunny. <laughs> don't think that's happened yet. <laughs> Oh, you wait. That'll happen. There'll be emails. <laughs> uh, second controversy um, was in Mexico. Um, uh, it's two races over that weekend. Verline won the first one, but... Oh, I lost... know that name. Yes. Yeah, he, was... <laughs> he was an F1 as well. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a washed-up F1 driver who still wants to race? Yes, then they're in Formula E. Are they too old to be an F1 anymore? Yes, they're in WEC. <laughs> I, I was going to say they're not in Formula E, but yeah, no, good point. Good point. <laughs> it's created, but I can think of three examples where um, Formula E drivers um, uh, went on to better things or or had the opportunity to. Um, Felix, what, Rosen, what's Chris. better than what's better than driving a single speed electric shit box? Watching it, watching the race. I got so very quickly. So the two champions you've already mentioned. Yes, they were. F1 drivers that weren't good enough for F1. Uh, one of them was, yeah. Oh, one of them was. Oh, who was the first one then? Oh, uh, PK was one that wasn't good enough, but Bremi was the one that probably was good enough. So they're both XF1 drivers? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Solve that one. Um, <laughs> who's winning this season? Uh, Nick DeVries. Uh, he is not an XF1 driver, is he? That's right. Last last year's champion was Antonio Felix da Costa. Where do I know Nick de Vries's name from? From not Formula E. Formula was Two, he? perhaps. He was F two champion. Oh, he was F two champion. He was F two champion, but because of the rule in F two, the champion can't compete again, and no one in F one gave him a contract, so he had to move to Formula E. He just merges his own career. Not necessarily. I mean, he's driving for Mercedes. I mean, that's going to get him in there, maybe. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Toto Wolf's got his fingers in too many honeypots right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I was onto the was it Verline? Um, yeah, lost his uh, lost his win because of um, lost all his points because of an admin error with the tires. Uh, I don't know how that works because he had would have had no performance advantage, but um, yeah, he lost his win over that, and that was complete BS. 
Well, to be fair, George Russell also lost a uh, uh, Bottas. Who, who ended up with the wrong tyres on? Was it Russell or Bottas? Ooh, I think it was it. Bottas because um, Russ, Russell got a puncture, didn't he? And had to come in again. I think Bottas ended up with the wrong tyres in the not Bahrain, not an oval, oval Bahrain track. Okay, okay. I think it was Bottas that went out with many, like half a set of his tyres, half a set of Russell's tyres, and Russell got a puncture, I think. Don't don't hold me to that. Right. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Except, except for Formula E was an admin error, which is even more boring. <laughs> I think uh, LaRousse had a, a similar issue in the 1999 or something. Um, so, race two on that weekend, Verline got second, but was relegated to fourth for, get this, improper use of the fan boost. Like, did he, like, did he sleep with female fans for their votes? Because if he did, he's a legend. But what, what, how the hell do you improperly use fan boost? How do you have sex with a fan? That's going to hurt. Very painfully. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's not mad anymore, is he? What sort of fan was it? I don't know. I mean, I'll have to ask the FIA what improper yeah. use of fan boost meant. <laughs> Hang on, so I found that it's not just a big fan on the back of the car. Uh, I don't believe it's a, it's not a Brabham, no. Oh. Man, I, I've honestly, that, that has shocked me and I don't know what to think of this for. So, hang on, they literally get a boost. Uh, yes. Um... By, uh, by, yeah, fan vote. Yeah. Yep. Wait till you hear about attack mode. Oh, yeah, that that's going to be relevant. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so basically the top five drivers who get the most votes um, from the fans get a little bit of a boost of chicken news at any point of the race, which is a rule that's been there from the beginning, and I don't like it because it just gives Van Dorn a free, uh, free boost every race. I think, like, if they... Brought something similar into F1. Can we all just make a pact now, but we just boost Mick Schumacher? <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone would have thought that sentence was coming, but we we boost Marzipan. But no, I just want to increase the gap that he finishes behind Schumacher for incompetence <laughs> reasons. <laughs> or Kimi Raikkonen, because you know if you give him a boost, he's going to hit someone. These are all great ideas. Do, do the fans get to pick when the boost comes in? No, or no, do, drive, do drivers they... pick, but uh, oh, but it happens. God, I'll be sitting there on corner exit, and everyone just fuck you. <laughs> but the, the but the the the, feet, the uh, like the pole closes like mid race, so they have to use it second half of the race. God, that's got to be depressing for someone that's really trying to be likable, isn't it? They don't get the <laughs> fan boost, and it's like <laughs> lowest in the order. Oh, nobody likes me. God, I think, I what, I... think getting midway through the race, going, did I get the fan boost? And your team just going, nah, literally no one likes you, mate. You didn't even get a vote. <laughs> in fact, the only person that did vote for you was your mother. <laughs> and she was on about voting for the other guy. But that's that's got to be heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so not a particularly good rule. So, um, uh, so yeah, that was that has been season seven. This year's race, um, 
uh, in London. Uh, this time it's at Greenwich. It was at Greenwich um, XL. Um, and yeah, <laughs> uh, goes uh, goes through a w- warehouse. Um, this one, um, uh, like half it inside. It's like it's, it's practically like a like a glorified go kart track. Just just so for anyone outside of the UK that doesn't know what Greenwich is, it's literally where we based everyone's time off. Yeah, Greenwich Mean Time. They're, yeah, they're very that... very cruel in Greenwich. Yeah, that is the that's where time time is based. That's where we keep it. We're British. The rest of you just follow it. A few of you get to change your time zone because we allow it. It's looking. Is it? Is it some Samoa? They changed their time zone recently to be on the same time zone as Australia, I believe, or New Zealand. Yeah, why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you be? Well, I think I love for, Australia. I think it was for trade reasons or something like that, or just to make admin easier and not fuck up tires. Who knows? Just. Just because we're absolutely mint, that's what it is. Yeah, well, we de- you decide your time off how we decided it was. <laughs> right, uh, so yeah, sorry, carry on. I'm just <laughs> no, mocking no. I'm mocking a sport you love. <laughs> it's getting the most GP oh, treatment. Oh, <laughs> don't fucking yeah, don't fucking apologise to him for that shit. <laughs> Do it to me every week. <laughs> <Bastard>. <laughs> So, <laughs> race one, um, it sucked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a review! I'm so shocked. <laughs> I'm so shocked. The only, uh, the only thing to really mention was that uh, it was won by our our very own British man Jake Dennis. Um, that was done through um, his attack mode strategy. For uh, those who don't know, attack mode is um, essentially turning the sport into Mario Kart. Uh, they all the- get. Oh, please tell me he threw a fucking shell at someone. Please, <laughs> please fucking tell me there was a terrapin flying in someone's head. Yeah, I think that's on the Gen 3 car. Oh, fucking fantastic. <laughs> oh, my watch this now. <laughs> so, yeah, t- uh, so attack mode um, is uh, a, a, like a strip of the track where you drive over. You have to drive over there twice within the race. It's offline, so you're vulnerable to overtake, but you get five minutes of a 17% power boost um, which is good for overtaking but um, yeah, I like it okay it's alright uh, but yeah but Jake Dennis what he, what he did was he used his um, uh, he was uh, trying to get the lead from Alex Lynn um, uh, Lynn took his attack mode um, about, uh, about his second one about 50% through the race Jake Dennis held on uh, just um, he, he got he got past he he uh, Took a ton of um, he took a ton of laps before he took his final uh, fan boost, but he was too far ahead for um, Alex Lynn to do anything about it. So he won the race on strategy, and there is nothing more to say about race one because it was terrible. So, uh, <laughs> race so is literally Mario Kart. You drive over a section of the track, yep, that gives you a boost in power, yep. <laughs> unless there's a safety car, and then nobody gets power. It's yeah, the safety car can screw that up completely. Right. <laughs> oh that's, my god. Safety car. We're coming, we'll come to that, because my goodness. I'm really hoping race two's got some redeemable qualities, but from what I'm hearing currently, John. Oh boy, does race two have some redeeming qualities? Oh my god. Um it had Mitch Evans perform one of the best overtakes I've ever seen. He just um comes to the hairpin, goes to the outside of um oh who was it? Uh uh, uh 
was it uh, Robin France? Sells him a dummy, goes to the inside, gets this incredible but risky overtake. Uh, there was a ton of un- unsuccessful overtakes. That was uh, that's just thing. Formula E. Like literally, whenever I see an advert for Formula E actually like being played, like oh, it's the next round is in this city. It's literally just the previous round, but all the crashes. That's how they're marketing it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just smashing each other out of the way. <laughs> they, they treat it like they're... I mean, half of them are uh, ex-DTM drivers, so they're actually treating it like DTM. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's tons of um, overtakes of crashes. The first one was, uh, I think, I believe it was Rennie Rast on um, Sebastian Buemi. He, uh, it, was like he was, it was like he was revenge crashing him. He, like... Like didn't get off the accelerator, just went smash into uh, Boemi. He 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 retired from the race, um, um, and Boemi was right at the back. Um, then we had another instance. We had uh, pretty much uh, a reminiscent of Schumacher's um, squeeze on Barrichello in 2010 at Hungary, um, right on the pit straights. Uh, Lotter did the same thing to his um, uh, to Antonio Felix da Costa, um, just punt him into the pit wall. You remember that scene in Shrek where um, they're, they're getting away from the dragon? They're sliding down the um, sliding down the bit of um, a bit of building, and um, and there's like that gap in the in the in the slide, and it hits Shrek in the nuts. Remember that scene? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's kind of what happened to um, uh, De Costa. He just got it. He lost her. Push him into the into that gap in the wall. Brought out the safety car, um, <laughs> and oh my god. Lucas Degrassi. Hang on, hang on, very quickly. Did he receive some sort of penalty for nearly killing another driver? Uh, no, he did not. Ah, just checking. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Oh, so no on, so Degrassi was like sixth or seventh, uh, and they were going through. They're going through the uh, pit lane. Well, not through the pit lane. They're going from the um, start finish line. Degrassi. Oh, I, I saw an article on this. Yes, he uh, he he took a. Um, uh, he, he essentially took a joker lap. He went, <laughs> he went through the pit lane. Um, just didn't even stop. Just like, like gave the illusion of stopping by slowing down into his pit box. Came out, got out in the lead. He uh, he got so he, um, he was given a drive-through penalty. Uh, ironically, <laughs> like means to an end. And but he didn't take that. He um, just just he was just like, no, no, I'm going to wait for the appeal. Got black flagged. And um, yeah, got disqualified from the points. And um, yeah, we had a ton more crashes. There was, uh, I believe, there was um, Sam Bird on Norman Nasso. Um, uh, and yeah, so uh, Wait, in so the end, on. sorry, just quickly. Yeah. So did he take the pit lane at the pit speed limit? Uh, he did. Why was he disqualified? Um, I, well, I think they had a rule that uh, you have to come to a full stop, and he did not do so. I'd also say there is no overtaking under the safety car. I would yeah, assume gained, that rule carries over. Gained five positions should have given them back. I, I can see what he was trying to do. Like from the from the article I read, I could I could see the the man was clearly being a genius. And then realised there's rules against his genius. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson raced in Formula E. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd also argue 
How fucking slow must they have been going? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't Bert Mylander, I can tell you that. Right, right, hang on, please, please tell me, but like the safety car isn't some shit electric car as well. It is indeed. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. I have to, I have to look that if one you up. Say, if you say a Renault Zoe, I swear to God. Fuck. <laughs> is it one yeah. of those electric BMWs, but like the little one? The uh, tiny little electric the BMW. The i3. There. Yeah, which, whichever one. Not, not like the the sports car type thing that's giving birth to a 911. Not that one. The fully yeah, electric, eight, yeah. yeah, the fully electric little fucking god awful looking thing they make. I think the pace car should be one of those Tesla P one thousand Xs, just fucking flying around there quicker than the actual. Nah. Do you know? E do you know what I'd use? It. I'd use a Hummer, <laughs> <laughs> or like a Ford F four fifty. Oh, do you know what? Actually, I think. Have you seen the movie Death Race? No. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, so in that, there's that big, like, 18 wheeler thing with all the bristling with guns and everything, isn't there? I'm pretty sure I'm thinking yeah. of the right movie. Yeah, so couldn't they have, like, obviously, you know, they do mid air refueling for jets. Couldn't they have, like, a big, like, 18 wheeler full of batteries pull onto the track and they all get to drive alongside it and suck on that sweet succulent electricity <laughs> that'd be brilliant can they can they do that but i know the hummingbirds all trying to fuck the same bush <laughs> that's a good idea so uh, um so yeah we had a had another crash we had uh oliver Rowan going to van dorn as he was in the uh he was like in the top three he had um uh, he was looking good for a, for a bit of a redemption at some Mercedes, but um, uh, not to be. Uh, so in the end, our our other Brit, Alex Lynn, he uh, he got the win, and um, after a pretty damn exciting race, definitely go check out the uh, highlights, check out the whole race if you can. Uh, that leaves two Dutchmen at the top of the standings of the championship, uh, going into the final two rounds in Berlin. Uh, Nick De Vries and Robin Freintz. Um and, uh, and and yeah, I believe uh, Berlin is next August, fourteenth uh, and fifteenth. And... Ironically, not one Danish fan gave a shit. They're Dutch. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't fucking care either. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was the uh, that was the race, and um, I can't call who's going to win the championship because it's too damn close. Like like mathematically, the top. Mathematically, pretty much the top fifteen could win it, but very unlikely. But yeah, uh, might be a new champion, might be De Costa again. Who knows? So realistically, if you if you could sum up Formula E in in one sentence, how would you convince me to watch it? And don't do the same thing Jimmy's tried to do every week, where he's like, "They finished two seconds apart for the top 20. That's why you should watch it." Like that. Come up with a different argument. Why should I watch Formula E? Vernon K presents it. Again, I ask you to please give me a real reason. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Jimmy, well, just so you know, Vernon K is a really annoying northerner. He, no was on the radio. I thought... he was on the radio 
someone decided he might be just good enough or good looking enough for TV, and that's where he's ended up in obscurity between the two. Right. Good he's actually a very good presenter on there. He, he, he does have a good laugh for the drivers. I, I was told I was a very good presenter and then I was arrested. Oh, sorry, that's something different. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, get, uh, do we, we, uh, the podcast can't afford another lawsuit, Jimmy. What? She was good looking. I was I t- channeling Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> that's not a defence. <laughs> oh, shit. Again, the podcast does not have the money to fight those sorts of legal battles. Give us money and we might. I call bullshit on that. And also, since obviously discovering the FIA saying we can have an F1 team, we we need sponsors. Give us money and we'll put your name on the side of a car that doesn't exist in a championship that does exist, but we're not in. Yeah, give us money. See, even, even Sam says give us money. Yes, she she loves money. Yeah, you're not gold digger. You're with me. Now presenting special <laughs> guest Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Sam on a rant of hatred. Give us money, so so I can give her the life that she should be accustomed to. <laughs> anyway, John, you were giving me reasons to watch Formula E, except for the annoying humming, which makes there me... are no reasons. Which makes me wander around my living room trying to find the fucking plug that's going wrong. Well, if race if race two from that so weekend couldn't convince you after watching the full um, highlights, nothing will. It's honestly I might but, have to do that. But from what I've seen and heard of it, it kind of just sounds like British touring cars with the amount of contact they make, but with cars that can't take the contact. It's great. It's so cool. Okay, well, you, you heard here, John says something's great. He's a smart guy. He's he's going to teach Chinese kids how to read your emails. <laughs> that, that's going to be the theme of my first lesson. <laughs> what, my fucking emails? I wouldn't. <laughs> that is not something you should let them read. I don't know how old those kids are you're teaching, but that is not something you should teach them. Anyway, let's move on quickly before, before we get all sorts of lawsuits and the FCC are on our ass. Um, <laughs> so for PE enthusiasts, the uh, Olympics are on. <laughs> just <laughs> did you just say that to a lot of sim racers? <laughs> yeah. So I, I I love I love the Olympics. Uh, current medal tally, right at the top. There's Japan, doing really well. Then the US, doing some. If you want to know, England's in fifth, and Australia's in seventh. Which, considering you have almost four times the population that we do, get fucked. The UK actually have four times the population of Australia. Do you know what? I'm going to Google that. <laughs> that was not a fact, <laughs> was it? <laughs> it was it really wasn't. I was literally going to say that you guys have got like 20 times the space. But in fact, you're on your own fucking continent. Sorry. Sorry. 
You've only got you've only got three times the amount of population we do. We've got twenty four million. You've got sixty six. Yeah, and you've got your own fucking continent, which just tells me either the kangaroos are winning or you guys don't know how to sex properly. No, not kangaroos, emus. Look up the Great Emu War of nineteen twenty. No, no, I've heard about that. And well, to be honest, at the moment, I think the mice are winning. Yeah. Uh, where are the Netherlands? Thirty-first. Sorry, Axie. Well, uh, to be fair, like, well done, Rock. You're in second place. Um, coming from the country that literally is throwing money at it. Yes, I, just, I should explain. Just to be US. Russia. The US has more total medals, but the way everything is ranked, it's on the amount of gold medals determines your position on the leaderboard. So the US has 25 medals, China has 21, and then ROC, which is Russia and Japan, uh, are tied on 18. There we go. So, yeah, America. Anyway, moving on to uh, Jimmy's list of people who can get fucked. It's, it's, it's a favourite feature of mine. Uh, favourite of mine as well. Yeah. Is one of, is one of so, them yourself this week? No, no, one of them is Rock Rock Morrow, just cause. Oh well, that's standard. Moving on. Don't, uh, don't next get upset, is Rock. we don't need context, just <laughs> Yeah. Next is the social media team at Mercedes Petronas AMG Formula One. Okay. Let me explain. Tell me tell me a story through words, Jimmy. Every time I go on to Facebook or some form of social media, there's a new post. Not not the same post over and over again. There's a new post of Hamilton winning at Silverstone or going still a rise, etc. Now, yes. I am completely fine. That is your job with one or two posts. Go, yep, it was a great win. Fuck it even extend it to three posts. But when I'm waking up every single day to a new post about how good the win was, especially under controversial circumstances, when you and your entire team is trying to campaign to put a fire out that shouldn't be there in the first place, yet you keep inviting those people to post again with a new post, it's a bit of a dick move. And I guess it just sort of fulfills your own self-indulgent prophecy. I'm not sure that's what they're doing. I think you might have missed what what their plan is. What What is their plan? I literally think they're just flooding social media with Lewis won that race. Yes, which is also a dick move. But I think they're yeah, no, I don't, I don't think posting it, it to for... rub it into Lewis no, haters. No, no, no and I they're don't... giving them. No, no, I don't think they're doing it for that reason. Like, literally, Red Bull are the ones appealing everything right now. Like, I'm firmly with you under the fact of, like, there's two people in that team. Yes, one of them is a seven-time world champion who's done lots of winning, but literally every time Mercedes shares something, it's sucking on the end of Lewis Hamilton's dick. That's... That's the way they go. I just think there's too many posts about the Silverstone win, especially under controversial circumstances. Two... Maybe three, because it was a really good win. I think they're literally just doing 
a thing of let's just affirm Lewis won that race. Let's get that out there as much as possible. So if Red Bull try and get this taken away, we have the the people going, but you won that race. Like moderate F1 fans or people that aren't really F1 fans that just read it. It's just affirming that belief. Okay, maybe you might be right. I still think it's a dick move either way. I've, I've, so, I've, I think it's social media, about it. Yeah. Social media team, Mercedes, get fucked. Next. And this hasn't affected me directly, but it's still people who can get fucked, and I think we would all universally agree on this. If there's anyone in the Discord who doesn't agree, I'd be more than happy to punch you in the face. Is it people that play Forza Horizon? It should be, but it's not. And, and claim it's a sim. No, <laughs> I mean, people can play Forza people... Horizon. There's people that claim it's a sim. Yeah. People who ignore lockdown orders. Just get fucked. You should probably not come to the UK. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucked. Our, our state went into lockdown because another state in Australia can't get this shit together. We were in lockdown. We were told, yep, seven days. You're in lockdown. We'll look at it on Tuesday, see if we bring you out. All right. Two other states in Australia had their lockdowns extended. One of them, New South Wales, they had uh, an anti-lockdown protest. Oh, we've had loads of them. Three days before the lockdown was supposed to end. So three days before it was supposed to end, COVID cases skyrocketed as a result, and their lockdown's been extended four weeks. It's almost like there's evidence that supports the argument of not being a twat. Yeah. <laughs> so we our lockdown was only a week. Our, our state basically just sat in because we've been laughing at the other two for so long. We sat in, did nothing, and we're out in a week, showing that it literally can be done by doing fuck all. I've had a great week, to be perfectly honest with you, just as a side note. But people who ignore lockdown orders, people who go uh, to shopping centres without face masks, people who don't use hand sanitizer, people who stab security guards, preventing them entry but not wearing a face mask, people who take unnecessary journeys, people who don't think COVID is a real thing, people who ignore the lockdown orders in any way, I'm sorry you want to get to kindergarten so fast, but just stay inside or get fucked. Yeah, I, I really genuinely agree with you on this one because obviously the UK is now out of lockdown. Um, there's minimal restrictions. Wearing a face mask isn't a thing anymore. Is it? Is it? think social distancing still is or have they got rid of that now uh i'm not entirely not entirely sure about that one but you, um, you have your own variant of it how are you getting rid of social distancing i don't know but they've um we've now had well we've had six days um of minus cases Minus cases. Yeah, so with less Good. less cases, but ours, ours is reducing. But I will say that obviously we've just enough. we've just come out of lockdown, so potentially that our cases going down aren't representative of the once we're two weeks out of lockdown, how the cases are going to be after that. Which I will say, probably terrible. We're all going to die. 
I've got my second yeah. jab coming up soon, so I'll be I'll be double jabbed. Thoroughly recommend we, it. Uh, we went into lockdown because I think we had 12 cases in a day. And during the week, I don't think the ca- like the daily cases went higher than 20. For most of it, it was like two. Yeah, no, I can't stress this enough. And I think John, John will probably sort of be with me with this. But the, the people of the UK, and it's getting a louder and louder community of people who are just demanding that lockdown should just be done it's where business owners small business owners go i have to make a living or it's just people that want to see their friends and family the the voice of let us out it's just become louder and louder in the uk regardless of the spread or actually infecting people your loved ones and people getting seriously ill and dying just the voice of let us out has got progressively louder and the government have stuck between a rock and a hard place do you let everyone out and people die and then people are going to turn around and go well you told us we could go outside and now we killed our nan that's your fault government even though it's a choice you made it's it's become really especially over here I, i don't know how you found it john where you are in the uk but it's just become louder and louder but people are just making demands of, but we should be allowed out. Yeah, no, it's not been. I don't get it. It's not been, not been. Uh, from what I've seen, just uh, just everyday life, I've not seen anything too controversial. People do seem to be behaving themselves where I, where I am. But so on the subject of the people who can't seem to understand that there there is a deadly, a deadly virus, guys, just. Just follow the just follow the rules. I mean, come on. All you have I'm... to do is stay at home and watch Netflix. I don't get what's so hard about that. I have slept in. I have been drinking during the day. I have watched some movies, played some Xbox. I've had one of the better weeks of my life because we're in lockdown. I don't get what's so spent, hard about staying spent ta- in fucking spent lockdown. Ta- spent time with you, Mrs. Spent saying no, that's enough. Just in case. That's an afterthought. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like... I think it was two days after it was no longer sort of law to wear a mask in a shopping or in a shop. Um, I was in one just getting getting my lunch, have a mask on because Common it, sense. Might not be, it, might not be, it might not be law, but for fuck's sake, there's still a virus out there and I don't fucking want it. There's a bloke just stood at the front of the Tilgo and he literally, without a mask on, He's done this entire shop. He's piss assing around. He then turns around to the cashier and goes, oh, do, do, do we have to have a mask on in here? And she was like, well, it's not law anymore, but it's sort of personal choice. And he's like, oh, all right. Like, you bellend. You complete fucking bellend. Like, I don't like wearing a mask. They're hot. They're uncomfortable. I work in some really hot, uncomfortable environments. Wearing a mask on top of that is really shit. But I also don't want to risk getting it or giving it to anyone. Yeah, We are talking it's... about gonorrhea, right? <laughs> funny, funny. But I, I have family that are immunocompromised. I, If I get COVID, I can't work and I can't afford to not work. Yeah. It's... I, I mean... Just fucking stay at home, people. I mean, my state did 
exactly that and we're coming out of lockdown as promised after a week. I don't get what's so difficult. Yeah, it's just, it, it is an intelligence versus um, concentration argument that is. <laughs> T- turns out Facebook is more powerful than actual medical advice from scientists and professionals. Turns out one fucking person on fucking Facebook says, oh no, as long as you sniff a fucking stinging nettle up your asshole. Take my cash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Special stinging nettles, COVID proof, shove them up your asshole and you'll be cured. All right, well, I'll do that and then not (laughs) listen to the government advice. So, nettles in, in Australia, Jimmy, but uh, essentially they're a mild annoyance, but just enough that they're really uncomfortable. No, we don't have that, but we do have the gimpy gimpy plant, which is known oh, as the suicide plant. Yeah, you've told me about that. Um, no, it, it's, it's not. It's not quite suicide worthy, but it is. It is mildly painful and annoying. It's nice to. There's at least a dock leaf nearby. Uh, that's another type of plant that gr- always grows nearby nettles and um, definitely cures the pain. So that's uh, so. Always a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's people that can get fucked. Fuck you. Yep. We'll, we'll move it on and wrap it up with my new favourite segment. Uh, I was was doing this one while John and Ed were banging on about some batteries. Uh, so it's guess the song. Uh, last week, only one out of the two of the songs were guessed correctly, and that was Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Congratulations, Sausage. Uh, the other song, the more difficult description, was Black Velvet by Alana Miles. Nope, I don't know if you two have heard that song. No. 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 Anyway, I haven't been, really been able to separate this week's two songs into easy and hard, so I'm just going to read them both, and we'll see what happens. So, song number one. We've got a song about doing wild things with wild people, including doing 166 kilometers an hour on a motorcycle and airborne nudism. Song number one. Why, can't, uh, why do I not have a guess to that? Why, 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 do I, why do I not have anything coming into my head to that? I only have one thing coming into my head from that. Which is? Uh, and it's purely because of the cover art on, on the album. On the um, single, and the other. I think that's the only relevance I have, which is um, meatloaf, bad hell. No, because there's um, a man riding a motorcycle towards a woman in the white. It's it's, it's, it's the only thing. I, I know the song has nothing to do with what what that uh, what that song has, but the the album art was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so once again, song number one's description a song about doing wild things with wild people, including doing 166 kilometers an hour on a motorcycle and airborne nudism. Okay, this is probably a wrong guess, but I'm going to go anyway because it's all I can think of. New radicals, you only get what you give. Not even close. I know no. that song. <laughs> Just, I, I don't know where you pulled that from. Yeah, I don't know. Just is it, first me, is it, we cry. Is it Queen? I want to ride my bicycle. I doubt they're doing 166 kilometers an hour on a bicycle. So that is also incorrect. Well, anyway, you've told me so, so many times how fast bikes are. You're you saying they can't even do 166? Fuck me, they're shit. No, they can Formula E. 
Uh, uh, anyway, so... take the tires off and put them back on. It's a fucking spare bike. Song number two is a song about being forgotten. A famous person sees out their days alone, and someone else perfects their craft despite knowing it won't be seen by anyone. Everything but the girl um, missing. Sorry, was that a guess? Yeah. Everything but the girl by who? Uh, everything but the girl, the name of the band. Um, oh. uh, songs missing. I think it's called that. Yeah, considering I haven't heard of either of those, I'm going to go with <laughs> no. <laughs> Ed? Oh, I haven't got a fucking clue. So once again, song number two's description is a song about being forgotten. A famous person sees out their days alone and someone else perfects their craft despite knowing it won't be seen by anyone. Do you know what? At some point, can you... I'm, I'm just going to wait for you to do um, Fleetwood Mac Chains. Because at least it'll have chain. the chain. Just so it have some sort of relevance to this motorsport sim racing podcast thing that you, you oh, just... song number song number one has a motorsport reference thing to it. It's what motorsport? Motorsport related. What motorsport? Oh, I can't give that away. It'll give away the, the song. So is it motorhead? No. Well, I don't understand what motorsport then. Because push bikes don't have an engine, and you've already said, but we're doing 166 on a bike, so... T- tell you what, next week I'll do Jerry Thanks. was a race car driver or something. <laughs> or um, was it Going the Distance by Cake? To you honestly, you're talking to someone who's musically retarded, so... <laughs> uh, judging from the Discord, most people are not far ahead of you. <laughs> I mean, some of the guesses I got were interesting. I mean, who who guessed one that was like, that's not classic rock? It was odd. Uh, the first song, Run to You by Brian <laughs> Adams, and he guessed Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. I think he was being deadly serious. I think that was a committed guess. I'm sorry, Odd. We love you, mate, but come on. It was clearly stated classic rock. All the Jimmy, by any chance, are all these classic rock? You know what? They are, but some of them would border on other genres. So so we're saying it's it's basically not- um, Ibiza by Venga Boys. No, basically, oh, what, what I define as classic rock nowadays is something you would turn on a classic rock radio station and hear. So it might not fit directly into the category of classic rock, but a classic rock radio station would play the shit out of these songs, and they're all really well known. It's, Everyone's it's, heard of Black Velvet. I promise you, if I, I'm going to link the song, everyone's heard the song before. I promise. So hang, hang on. Classic rock. Do you mean the fact that they're playing songs from what would now be classic rock in today's era? All right. So 
Song number one is an 80 song. Song number two is a 60 song. Okay. I would define both of them as classic rock. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. I'm not really going to do anything newer than the 90s. Are you, are you saying 90s is classic rock? It was more than 20 years ago, so yes. Yes, I am. Shit. Shit. <laughs> do we have anything else to talk about and not my aged no. grey hair? Yeah, well, I was born in 1999 and I'm 22. Oh, so. Absolute piece of shit. Um, quick, <laughs> quick, quick run through the um, uh, series we're doing on uh, CRS. Oh, we could have one of them. Um, so there's a we spec series that, on yeah. Monday. Um, no one gives a fuck about that. Fuck, no. <laughs> no, some wanker's winning that one. Someone who, someone who just clearly doesn't listen to the compliments they get at the end of a fucking podcast and is now yeah. on the fucking podcast so I can insult them directly. What a twat. Indeed, uh, I got I did the uh, got the full house um, yesterday. Got uh, pole, fast slap, and race win. Uh, uh, but it was a very sweaty race, which I was terrified at every, every corner. That's spa. You should never be terrified of spa. You should just <laughs> just respect it. It's basically Steve Irwin. It stick your thumb up its ass, respect it gloriously, and enjoy every second of it. That there's a tiger. I stick my thumb up his butt up. <laughs> and, oh, um, it's angry. <laughs> uh, Rallycross, good job uh, b- uh, by you guys. Um, uh, it, yeah, go fuck today. all of you, all three of you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was gonna say you you won one this evening, didn't you, John? Oh yeah, I got one on Litton Hill, but um, yeah, all the other did. races, uh, Jimmy completely um, destroyed me in the, in the full do- races. Doesn't day. matter. That doesn't fit my narrative. So <laughs> you won one. I won one. Rock won two. We only do four events in the evening. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. I hate you all. <laughs> what happens Little. on the Wednesday? Um, nothing, because everyone does Pen- stuff. Penalties midweek. are handed out. <laughs> well, penalties <laughs> what are handed out on Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> we, yeah, we had Silverstone last week, and I think four different people got penalties. And then one of them got an after-race penalty. Sounds like a Formula E race. <laughs> oh, and a Lewis Hamilton someone. I actually genuinely oh, replicated the move between Lewis and Max. <laughs> I think I saw that on I would also say that there was some slight... I, I can't remember. Who, who, who did you... Who did you, Lewis? Who was the Max uh, in this situation? A, a new guy called Race and Jason. One <laughs> to of be Rock's fair, friends. Had already lost it on on entry. He was counter steering. Yes, but I was also yelling at him, "Back out, back out, or we're going to have a crash." <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's how this meant to work, there, Jimmy. <laughs> it was Senna. It was Hamilton. It was. Anyway, I basically replicated that incident as well as I could. Anyway, t- turns out something I thought was a joke. You've got a race ban. <laughs> <laughs> do I actually congratulations I, t- I don't know I thought the whole thing was a joke but at this point I think Red is using it as a reason to make a point oh he's mad isn't he oh he's he's cheesed off of you he doesn't ever listen to the podcast so he can go fuck himself but oh he's mad oh he's <laughs> it's because he won't back like I was firmly on his side of it wasn't Lewis 
basically it's fifty like, like after watching it, it's like all right, yeah. It was definitely more Lewis's fault than it was Max's. I've I can we can bang on about the rest and we did last week. Um nah, he's staunchly sitting on on the it it wasn't Lewis's fault, it was Max's and fuck Albert Marco. Fuck and he's you, wrong Jimmy. And he's wrong. He just is. There's some stuff that I, I can agree with and some stuff I can't. But either way, we're not getting back into that one again. You've got a race ban from Wednesday nights because you're a piece of shit. That's okay, because I'm never available Wednesday nights. It was a one-off, so he could ban me for as many fucking races as he likes. <laughs> anyway, what happens Thursday? Um, racing school. No um, one gives a fuck about that. Nah, no one does give a fuck about that. But if anyone is listening to this, is interested... We we are going to be abusing um, AC um, for the use of Jimmy's little Italia car. Um, Yay! Just because it's it's a car. It's a brilliant team. car and a brilliant series run by a brilliant man. Uh, <laughs> but it's it, it it's a car that you you can't force it to do anything. No, it's, it's it does very, what it wants. Yeah, it's very much a you need to be really smooth and precise and let the car know exactly what you want it to do before you actually do it. It because the moment you start trying to force that thing, it'll just understeer or oversteer. It really will fuck you over, and you'll lose half a second in one corner just because you were trying to be forceful with it. Much no, no, that's a really poor joke. I'm not making that one. I don't make those jokes here. <laughs> Nothing forceful. Anyway, Fridays. Let's talk about Fridays. What happens on a Friday? Brilliant series, brilliant man, brilliant car. Two out of three, just a different order. <laughs> no, it's the it's the little Italia series, which actually suffered from some some poor attendance recently. So we really would like to get those numbers above four, please. Mm. I yeah, think definitely. again, you, you, I, uh, same thing. Spec series suffers from um, a people's time commitments and b some people that join series and then realise they might not be number one. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? I don't know, but it is a very common thing in sim racing that we end up with starting a series people realise they're not quite as quick as they might think they are because it turns out beating a computer on easy is easy. <laughs> and then no. they... Yeah, and then they, they, they don't want to finish off the championship because they somehow think having a great battle in the midfield, which tends to be actually where most of the battles are actually fought, and the good ones, the memorable ones, are those midfield battles because usually you get one person that is a fucking alien... Evan, who runs away with it, and you just can't keep up with them, and then you end up with a really tight knit group in the middle. But people don't yeah, want to be in like that group. Second down to eighth, everyone's beating the shit out of each other, and it's brilliant. Yeah, they're, they're the best battles. That, that's where you learn your race craft. But people just think winning is everything. That, uh, well, we've seen several drivers recently within CRS really like quick guys. The moment you apply the slightest bit of pressure to them, <laughs> gone. 
Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. The, mo- the moment they're trying to get past you or you're sitting up behind them, nah, they just buckle immediately because they've never had that pressure. Because it turns out you can just turn in on the AI and they'll just die. <laughs> Very good at that. But yeah, Saturday night. Save, you... save a lot of brake pad wear too. Yeah, well, it's easy just to lean on the AI, isn't it? Slightly. <laughs> oh, not, anyway, not, not Saturday nuts. Uh, guess who doesn't own AC? I think this is a pretty shit knock knock joke. <laughs> yeah, you've let yourself down there, John. <laughs> you know what's on offer at the moment, right? Okay, I'll uh, I'll have a look at that. So it's about fourteen ninety nine for the um uh special edition, which comes with all the DLC. Ooh. We have to. Um, we have to um, redeem redeem the quality of this podcast, so I'm going to make a Nikita Mazepin joke. Why won't Nikita Mazepin be on the start line at Zandvoort? I don't know, Jimmy. Why won't Nikita Mazepin be on the start line at Zandvoort? He won't have left the red light district. <laughs> I thought you said you were redeeming it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, well, it's Saturday nights. It's fucking GT freeze, but I'm thoroughly depressed after both those jokes now. <laughs> uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Your fucking dignity. Fuck off. Anyway, that was the worst of the three. I don't care. <laughs> right, Saturday nights. Let's talk about that. This GT freeze. Yeah, what's happening there? Someone, like Jimmy, you, you do. Morgan's GT3s. come in and Morgan's come in and, and murders Saul. Is is what's happened? He's just fucking he's, run away. He's a quick lad. He is. He's done. He's he joined the rally this season, and I think he's now won four rally stages on the trot. And failing something catastrophic is going to win win the rally championship this year. Which means, it's, which means it stays on Xbox, which means PC is not the Master Race because four seasons of Rally and they can't fucking win it. Master Race, my ass. <laughs> so, yeah. Go- <laughs> I, I, I'm ripping it into the PC community for that, for the fact that, yeah, four, four straight seasons, they, they've been beaten by, by Xbox players. Yeah, that's... Pretty, pretty funny. I've got a, a couple of jokes to, to redeem the, the jokes that were earlier. I feel like it's not yeah. getting any better. It's only gone downhill, Jimmy. So, um, who's the most popular man at the Adam Nudis colony? Oh, go on. It's the guy who can carry a cup of coffee in each hand and a dozen donuts. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not giving you that. That was decent. Uh, two men broke into a drugstore and stole all the Viagra. The uh, the police put out a notice to look for two hardened criminals. <laughs> all right. And, all and right. lastly, and lastly, they say that uh, they say that during sex you burn off as many calories as running eight miles. I can't run eight miles in thirty seconds, so I think that's a win. <laughs> I've heard that one before. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> 
Oh, God. Right, well, on those terrible jokes, I would like to say... Fuck a big up, you thing. laughed. I've laughed at one of them. The other two were fucking awful. I would... Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. I think we've... We've hit the end of this podcast after those fucking terrible attempts at jokes. So, I would like to say a thank you to John for explaining how batteries work. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. Poorly, apparently. Yeah, yeah. From what you've described, it's hitting each other, or an admin error means the person can't win, or someone sticks their dick in a fan. I'm not sure, but I'd also like to say thank you to Jimmy. I don't know why. Why? <laughs> and then telling, telling us jokes. You, you're, making, you're making this weird, man. You're making this weird. <laughs> You you managed to actually put together some song stuff when you should yes, have done play it before the, the podcast. Song. You motherfuckers, play play guess the song. Um, or I'll kill you. Yeah, or uh, that's getting dark. Wow. Um, yeah. Also, so um, just adding on to the end, give us money. Yes, please. Uh, we need to buy a Formula One team, so we need money, please. Yeah. Yeah, and anyone that gives us money will put your name on the side of the car. Yeah, it's also William's story, so make your choice. Oh, they're definitely going to pick William's story. <laughs> like, just, just p- picture this in a second for your head. You know the woman at, from The Simpsons that throws cats at people? The oh, crazy yeah. cat lady, yeah. Uh, she has a real name, and I can't remember it right now, but yes. Yeah, so just replace the cats with cans of energy drink and put a beard on her. That's William's story. (laughs) Babbling on about stuff, throwing cans of drink. Which is definitely Rebel. Crickets, mate. Absolute crickets. I wasn't playing cricket, but whatever. Anyway, anyway I think we're, yeah, we're, tough yeah, we're, to sign off. we're there. We're done. Thank you all for listening. Uh, join Have us next week. Cheat. Yeah, cheers, Jimmy, for that. I thought, what were you trying to achieve with that statement? He's a cheat. See What's ya. He... <laughs> all right. Apparently, apparently, we're ending it on that note. So, uh, yeah, good night. Uh, we will see you all next week where there will have actually been a F1 race. Apparently there will be a push bike race and I'm assuming Formula E exploded. Yay. And I was waiting for John to go yes or no to there being a Formula E race. Oh, and not until August. No, not until August because they have to charge up the cars. Right, brilliant. Thanks all for listening. Good night. How was the part of Verstappen? (laughs) Good night.